vocalize my goals. Like I'm very, like I talk about what I want and like, if there is something that I'm trying to achieve, I will talk about it. Um, because I think that you have to make it known and put it out there. And so that's really what I try to do. Like, even if I'm just like talking to my friends about work, I'm like, yeah, I'm working on this and I really hope it, it goes this way. Or like, oh, I just did Good Morning America. Like next, I want to do a network show or something like that. Like I, I, I talk about what I want to achieve because I think that if you, if you don't, then how are people supposed to know? And then, which sounds so simple, but like, you just never know who you're going to meet and like what connections they may have, where life may take you. And I think if you're like too scared to talk about what you want, you're only limiting yourself. Hey guys, I'm Allie Moresco and I'm here with my co-host Cindy Lufred and this is Slightly Spiritual. Are you curious about dipping your toe into the realm of spirituality but not ready to drop $1,000 on crystals? We have got you. Grab your adult beverage of choice and join spiritual medium Cindy Lufred and health advocate Allie Moresco for unfiltered, soulful conversations with a healthy dose of wine, curiosity, and laughter, of course. Grounded in a passion for genuine human connections, we will discuss the good, bad, ugly, and the odd around all things wellness, spiritual, and woo-woo with each other and our occasional guest. We aim to bring modern spirituality into your daily routine to help empower your life. Spoiler alert, we are all slightly spiritual. Hi guys, today we have a very, very special guest, um, Jody. Guillaume. Um, Jody is an amazing human. She is a journalist at People Magazine covering all things reality TV and TikTok. Um, Jody, thanks for getting slightly spiritual with us today. Of course. I'm so excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this one. Oh my gosh. I have too. And obviously like 2020 was just kind of like, for lack of a better way of putting it, like a shit year. So this is totally just a bright spot. Um, now that like Biden's president, not to get political, like the year's looking, 2021's looking a lot better, but still I'm like so happy to do this. And I know Cindy and I have like really been looking forward to this. So thanks for uh, opening up with us. Of course. No, I know I totally agree. I feel like hopefully we're on like a very good path to continue this year in a, in a positive way. Oh my God. From your mouth uh, to God's ears. <laughs> um, okay, wait. So before we like really dive into things, I have to get off topic for a moment. So like I said to you before we started recording, I feel like a proud stage mom of yours because obviously I follow you on Instagram and we met probably about two years ago in New York at the People Magazine offices. But now I see you doing like all of these amazing things. And I just saw that you were freaking on Good Morning America. Like how did that, I just want to know how did that come to be? Yeah. Well, first of all, I love whenever I get like messages from you. I mean, it just makes me so happy because yeah, it's been like what, two years we've known each other. Yeah. And, like I love that we've been able to maintain a relationship of friendship. Um, but good morning America. I never really sought out to do on camera stuff. Like when I was first getting into my career, I was not interested in it. I just, you know, it was never a goal of mine. And then I slowly started getting offered a few opportunities. And as I started doing them more and more, I realized how much I do enjoy it. And so Good Morning America came just, you know, they were looking for somebody to speak as a pop culture expert on a couple different topics. And so they called me and asked and I was down to do it. But 
it's, it's been a journey and I never thought that I would be doing something like that. So when people are like, I can't believe you're on good morning America. I'm like, no dude, me too. I can't believe it. Believe it. (laughs) Well, I love that. Um, and I'm wondering like, this wasn't even written on my thing, but Cindy and I spend a lot of time talking about manifesting. And I almost wonder, like, do you think that you like manifested that opportunity in some way? No, but my mom did for sure. She has been been telling me since the day I got my job at People Magazine, she's like, you need to go on Good Morning America. I want to see you on Good Morning America. Whenever like one of my colleagues would be on it, she would be like, why isn't that you? Like, what are you doing? Go get on Good Morning America. So my God, she, she put it out there way before I ever did. I have like full body goosebumps right now. (laughs) <laughs> I can't even tell you. Um, all right, I'm going to say one thing and then I actually have a question for Cindy about like your mom manifesting it. But so Cindy and I always like connect and like chat on the phone just to like review um, all of our questions and stuff before we hop on with people. And I know you and I just touched upon this, but like it's been so cool to like follow your career and just see it explode. And I was literally saying to Cindy earlier today, I just have, and I am somebody that totally leans into like my intuition and is like a big believer in that. And I was saying this to me, like, I totally, totally believe that we're talking to you today. Right. And like in five years, Cindy and I are going to look at each other and be like, remember when we knew her at like X, Y, or Z, but like five years from now, you're totally going to be like the editor in chief of like people or like, at, like on air town, like GMA or like just something. So oh I, I'm very happy that we're like getting to do this today. Cause I like wholeheartedly believe that about you. Thank you. That means a lot to me, really. I have no idea where Um, I'm going to end up, but I'm just, I'm seriously just like along for the ride is where I'm at right now. Well, we wanted to talk to you because um, we have noticed that a lot of people where like their careers, even if they're not like in some kind of spirituality career or whatever, like constantly like practicing some form of spirituality, even if they don't realize it, um, a lot of like the most successful people that like we've talked to in some kind of way practice, I guess. Um, but to go back to your comment about like your mom manifesting it, Cindy, I know that like we can't really manifest things for other people. So like, what do you think happened there? Just from like your expertise, I'm curious to know. Well, I have a feeling that I don't know if you, Joe, did you know your human design? Um, like, category whatever are you familiar with that no I'm not okay because I'm I'm guessing if I had to guess I'm guessing that you are probably a man gen manifesting generator which means people have to suggest things not have to but it things are most successful for you when someone else suggests it to you first and then you're able to generate or create momentum around it but if if you're the person trying to manifest all the time on your own with your own creative ideas, it probably feels like pushing a boulder up a hill or a little bit like, you know, a little bit on the struggle bus, but because your mom suggested it and put out in the universe for you, you were then able to kind of like take off with it. So um, is that how you find a lot of your opportunities that people sort of suggest them to you first? I think whether it's they suggest them to me first or like I really work to make the people in my life proud. And I want to do things that I think will make them proud or will impress them in some way. Like I just, there's been so many people in my life who have like 
wholeheartedly supported me even during times when it was like a little tough that I'm just like, I live to make them proud. So I think that, I think that that kind of ties into that where like, when I had the opportunity for Good Morning America, I was like, oh, I really want to do this because I know how much my mom will love this. And then I end up loving it and keep, and I keep going with it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cause I always say you can't necessarily, like you can't heal someone else. You can't manifest for someone else. You can't like do the work for someone else. Like you still had to show up and also be motivated and want that for yourself as well. So I think that's probably what ended up happening energetically, which is amazing. I mean, it's a beautiful way to manifest things. Yeah. I love when people plant little seeds and then I can. Yes. So yeah, I see what you're saying that I think that's very accurate for me. Yeah. Very cool. Gosh. Um, so I'm curious. Okay. So back back for a second, not to get any creepier than when I told you earlier today that I stalked you online. Um, but Cindy and I, I have that, a very I close for a living. I stalk people online for a living. I, so it's you know, I kind of was like, if I'm going to tell anyone this, like it would be you and you're going to understand that it's not in a weird way. Right. I, I think it's flattering. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you have <laughs> enough to stalk. Like, thank you. <laughs> Yes, you are one of the few people that I think uh, that I want to stalk. Um, so Cindy and I have, well, really, it's it's Cindy's close friend um, and and somebody that I'm friendly with. Um, we know Lauren O'Connell, who is the modern astrologer. She's a human design expert and an astrology expert. Um, she was on one of our past episodes, but if you're curious about your human design and you want to send us um, either in like a text or like in the chat here, your, your birthday, your time of birth and your place of birth, we can pull your human design chart and I can email it to you if you're curious. Oh yeah. I love, Um, I have some of the astrology apps that like read based on your birthday and your birth time and stuff. And I find them so fascinating and oh like pretty accurate for the most part. Um, so when you're like looking at those apps, what do you, do you like check them regularly or what do you like look at them for? Um, I mean, it's mainly for fun. I don't check them regularly. Um, I kind of just download them and like see what they have to say about me. Sometimes I'll look and it'll say things like, it'll project into the coming months, like what I might be feeling or like if I'm, you know, periods of transition might last from this time to this time. And most of the time I look at them almost like in a reflective way where I'm like, oh yeah, that's kind of crazy. Like I did go through a big transition from like the summer to winter or whatever um, and things like that. So I'm not looking at it. Like I don't look at them for like answers or for anything like that. I I'm really big, whether it's with myself or other people, just like understanding what makes people the way they are. And I think that that does play a factor in it. So I kind of like looking at it more for that outlook on things. Yeah, I love no, that. that makes sense. Um, I, I know I, it's funny because like I even like a year ago was not, Cindy is the one that got me into all this and um, really for like physical healing and now I've like adapted like all of it into my day-to-day life and it's like crazy when I read I have like the Johnny Nicholas app that I do actually check every day to see like is it good what like what's it a good day for or like should I avoid like certain conversations or like you know what I mean and I it just is like kind of wild how often it like actually does align once you start noticing it. The thing in 
definitely aligns the most for me is like whenever I look at like the dating stuff I'm always like, oh, yep, there it is, like, every time. (laughs) Um, Are you dating right now? I mean, it's kind of, like, hard during a pandemic, but... It is hard. I was dating somebody in the beginning of the pandemic. We broke up halfway through that. Like, I started the pandemic with somebody, then we broke up halfway through it. And then I took a break from dating, because that breakup was pretty tough on me. And then... I'm just now kind of starting to consider it again, but I'm like, how do you date right now? I've never had to use the apps. Everybody who I've dated in the, I live in New York city in the city. I've actually met like in real life organically, but I'm like, okay, I think this is, I think it's time to turn to the apps because like, you're not out there like living your normal life, running into people, like meeting new people. So I'm about to download Bumble and Hinge for like the first time ever. Oh my God. I have so many comments on all this. Um, first off, I just want to point out, um, that yes, you need to, I call them having doors open that if you're meeting less people organically, and that's how you normally do it, that I highly recommend all my clients that are looking for love to open a door. So whether it's a dating app or it's like telling your friends or whatever, or coworkers that you're ready or you're wanting to be set up on dates or whatever, just putting out in the universe. Right. So love that you're willing or being open to doing the dating apps, which is great. I'm also like slightly jealous that you meet so many people organically in New York because I lived in New York City for three years and I didn't meet anyone of quality out at the bars. I met a lot of people on apps and stuff like that, but not at the bars. So I'm a little jealous that I didn't know you when I was there. Like all of the relationships have ended. So the people of quality might be up to debate. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're all perfectly fine human beings, but like, but yeah, <laughs> part of it comes with my job. I'm, and I'm also just a very social person. Um, so I've, I have, I consider myself lucky that I've, I've had those kind of opportunities and that like people have been open enough to like approach me. Like all of it has just been people coming up to me and asking me out. And then I'm like, yeah, why not? So, so let me ask you this. Do you, typically get like gut feelings or intuitions about guys when you're on dates and do you usually listen to that or is it something you kind of like if you have a bad feeling about it, you kind of push yourself or force yourself through it and then it ends up being like better than you thought like how does your intuition play into your dating life I guess is the question that's kind of a hard one actually because the thing I learned from my last relationship is I for some reason, I normally do listen to my gut. And I normally like, I'm the kind of person for better or worse. I know when I'm done, or I know, like, I have like a very clear feeling on things. So like, in one relationship, it was literally like, I was feeling okay about it. But then they raised some issues. And something in me said, like, don't fight this. Like, don't like, if this is going to go down, and the relationship's going to end, let it end. And it did. And that was the right decision. And that was just like my gut override feeling. But then in my last relationship, for some reason that I still haven't figured out, I ignored my gut at every turn. Like probably like we were together for just under a year, like three months into it, my gut was already kind of starting to tell me this isn't it for you. And for some reason, I wanted it so bad. I ignored it. And I started having like, physical reactions. Like I've never had anxiety in a relationship. Like I had in my past one, like I stopped 
being able to eat for a period of time. I mean, everything in me was like, and nothing bad was happening by any means. It was more just like my body was like, Hey, this isn't it. This isn't right for you. And for some reason I wasn't listening, but then the same thing happened where like, I knew when I was, when I was done and I ended it like in that moment. And I haven't, I have, I was very sad when it ended. Like I was definitely heartbroken, but I've never regretted ending it. Yeah. And I think sometimes I love that you talked about feeling your body. Cause I think sometimes our body and our energetic field knows things before we consciously know it or realize it. Right. So I've had, I had two examples of this one. I had a client recently that came and she comes every six months to like get her aura done doing reading with me. And she's been so like red and kind of like, I keep saying there's something you're not like facing or something that's making you feel insecure. And she's like, I don't know, my life's fine. Well, it turns out those first like 18 months that I knew her, her husband was cheating on her for like wow. years. And then she finally found out about it and they're separating whatever. And I took her aura again and it was like beautiful pinks and blues and and like purples and just I mean the most gorgeous or I mean it was like it was insane and I was like that was your body that was your body and your energy trying to tell you that there was something going on you just weren't consciously aware of it yet and that's okay it's just something to note that like a learning and feedback for the future when you feel that way or when you notice your body reacting that way it, it means something's up right and same thing for you like you start feeling that anxiety or things again in a relationship you'll know something's up. So I love that yeah. you also experience something like that. Cause I'm seeing that in my work and especially around relationships. Cause sometimes our heart wants what it wants and, yeah. <laughs> and it, you can almost like love is blind. You know, that saying love is blind. I mean, it kind of is sometimes, right? Well, and it's so interesting. You said that because when I was feeling my most anxious, which I'm not, I'm very lucky. I'm not an anxious person. I don't suffer from anxiety. So normally if I'm anxious about something, I'm like very in tune with what it is and I can kind of pinpoint what's going on. But it was actually the day he told me he was in love with me, my body crashed. And it was just Mm -hmm. like, and looking back, I'm like, oh, it's because subconsciously the whole issue with my past relationship was he said all the right things. He did all the wrong things like that. The words and the actions weren't matching up. And so when he told me he was in love with me, it was after we had already been through so many ups and downs with like, you know, him saying all the right things, but then not backing it up with the actions. And I think it was my body's way of saying, Hey, maybe don't take that for at face value. But of course mm-hmm. I was in, I was in la la land being like, Oh my gosh, we're finally here. He we're in love. This is so great. And then like, we literally ended a month later and it was like, yeah, like it was. And when he told me he was in love with me is when my anxiety went into overdrive. Like I said, I, I stopped really being able to eat. I was just like an emotional mental wreck when in a typical relationship, you think that's when you would be on like cloud nine, everything's perfect. That's how, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not right. Like your body, body, like physically revolts and it's like the number one red flag with relationships, you know, it's like your actions have to match your words. And when they don't, it's like, okay, something is like very off here. Yeah. This is, this was the first time I've experienced anything like that. And it was, it was crazy. And like the aftermath, I mean, when the aftermath of it has been crazy too, and it's just a big learning experience. Like they, it's so cliche. They say you learn from every relationship, like dating comes from the word data. Like you're collecting data about people. That's what my grandmother told me. So I kind of take that. Um, and this is definitely been one of the biggest learning experiences, like in my dating life. 
your grandma was a very wise woman. Yes. Yes. Um, it's like Cindy always says, um, words cast spells. Like that's why, um, we call it like spelling, like spells with like manifesting and stuff. So I love that data is just collecting data. I've never heard that before. Um, that's a good one. You know, that is a really good one. So when it comes to your intuition, just like listening to you talk about things, I think you and I have a lot of like similarities with our intuition and even like outside of love, like in your day-to-day life, career, like whatever it comes to, do you typically listen to your gut on things? Yeah, definitely. I, the most confident I am in life is in my career. I feel completely like I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'd kind of decided pretty early on, like when I was like, no joke, like 16, I was like, I want to be a journalist. I want to be a writer. And I have just followed that the entire way through. And um, I've definitely listened to my gut as I've gone along. And it's, it's really never steered me wrong. I love that. Um, and I mean, I totally get it because like you're killing it. And I would be so curious, Cindy, to know if Jody is also Taurus rising like me. Cause right now it's like the next two years, it's all about like rapid expansion in your career and your public persona, which I feel like is totally what has like has been and is currently happening to you, which is like very interesting. Um, so yeah, we have to get like all of your human design. <laughs> um, so I'm curious and I like hate putting it this way. I'm sure Cindy hates when I put it this way because it's not like she's not normal, but I always like refer to myself as just like a normal person. And cause like, obviously I don't have the same capabilities as Cindy, right? Like I utilize spirituality into my, in my day-to-day life. And, um, I am very intuitive. I listen to my gut feelings every once in a while. I'll like pick up on something from my spirit guides but it's nowhere near like right like Cindy so as a fellow like normal person or like novice in um the world how did you like come to terms and like stop like fighting your intuition like when did that was it like 16 when you were just like I'm gonna freaking kill it in my career and be a journalist or like when did that start for you oh that's a great question. I mean, I think it pro- probably, I wish it was 16. My life probably would have been a lot easier at 16. I what I'm doing. Um, and I probably thought I did, but I had no idea. Um, probably it took until I, probably like 22 to 24, somewhere in that time is when I really felt like I started to understand who I am, what I want and where I want to go. And I'm not somebody who I hate when people ask me, so I'm sorry if this is on your list of questions. I hate when people ask me like, where do you see yourself in five years? Because like, I didn't see myself here necessarily. So I've really stopped trying to predict what I'm going to do. I, like I said, I, I really just am down for the journey and open to opportunities that come my way. But I want to say it took a year or two into my, my job at people for me to feel really secure in that I'm where I'm supposed to be. I have my voice and I can use my voice. And I, I stopped fighting it when I just realized that like the only way that I'm going to make change is if I do it myself and that nobody is going to believe in me as, as much as I can believe in myself. And so I just kind of had to really 
trust what I was doing and where I was going. Um, thankfully, I can tell you that that was not on our list of questions because Cindy yeah, we were we, to that say is the not, future can always change. And yeah, I told you where I not, see you in five years, you're going to be like killing it. And we're going to be like, we knew her way back in the day. So <laughs> I'm also big when we talk about man, when we talk about manifesting of like, it's not always, it's, it's hard when it, you're trying to get a specific thing or a one particular you know, focus on something so specific because that doesn't allow the universe to bring in something better. Right. So I think it's good to either keep them sort of like short term, not short term, but maybe like shorter length goals or whatever. And then the other thing I love to say is like focus more on a feeling. Like, how do you want to feel in five years versus what do you want to be doing? Cause that's so limiting for the universe to have like one specific job in mind or, you know, career path in mind. Um, so I love that you're more open. And I think that's why, uh, manifesting comes easy for you. Oh, I love that. Like, how do you want to feel versus like, what do you want to be doing? Yeah. Never thought about mm-hmm. it that way. That's awesome. I love that. I'm going to start, yeah. start doing that now. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes. So good. So good. So but do I- you have any like daily? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I've always been big on, like, I've never been somebody to like make a vision board or, you know, write in my journal, the same sentence every night, like (laughs) that kind of thing. That's what I was going to ask you. Right. Do you do anything like that? (laughs) No, but what I, I make a point to do is I vocalize my goals. Like I'm very, like, I talk about what I want and like, if there is something that I'm trying to achieve, I will talk about it. Um, because I think that you have to make it known and put it out there. And so that's really what I try to do. Like, even if I'm just like talking to my friends about work, I'm like, yeah, I'm working on this and I really hope it it goes this way. Or like, oh, I just did Good Morning America. Like next I want to do a network show or something like that. Like I, I, I talk about what I want to achieve because I think that if you, if you don't, then how are people supposed to know? And then, which sounds so simple, but like, you just never know who you're going to meet and like what connections they may have, where life may take you. And I think if you're like too scared to talk about what you want, you're only limiting yourself. Well, and not only in that, cause you're, you're absolutely correct. But if you can't even say it out loud to a trusted friend or a colleague, how are you going to be able to step into that when it does show up as an opportunity, if you're having trouble even like talking about it. Right. So I also love that speaking things out loud, not only to put it out in the universe, but also, and not only because of your connections, but also because it gets you energetically and vibrationally aligned and ready for the thing. So when it does show up, you can step more easily into it. Right. Okay, wait, I'm, I think it goes go ahead, Jordy. into your confidence too. Like if you're con- like constantly telling yourself that you can do something and you will do something when it finally arrives, you'll feel more comfortable in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Um, I am putting something out into the universe for you and Tori Piskin right now. So I was going back and um, listening to like very first episode you guys did together, which was freaking titled from fake ID to people magazine. And it literally hit me earlier today. I was like, Oh my God, you two are so funny together and you have such good chemistry. So I am putting it out into the universe that you guys are like going to host like a network show or something together someday. Cause I would love nothing more than to sit in the audience and like cheer both of you on as like the proud, proud fake stage mom that I am. 
Oh my God. I would love that. I love Tori so much. I like, I felt like she's one of those people who like, when we first started talking, I was like, have I known you for 10 years? Like we just, Oh my God. I know. So I would, I'm so down for that. Like, let's make that happen. All right. Let's go universe. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right, now we're so off of this that I have to. I know, we're not even in any kind of order, but I freaking like, love Jesus it. Like, Jesus Christ. It. <laughs> well, because I went back to, like, from fake ID to People magazine, and then I just see, like, at the top, how we met Chris Jones at the People offices, and I'm just, like, internally cracking up at, like, the first time we really met, it was because I was, like, a hypnotist into your office to hypnotize people, and now we're, like, talking about spirituality, just, like, to, like, kind of totally like bizarre things to bring people together and also like kind of weirdly full circle (laughs) yeah no it actually is like very full circle (laughs) um getting back on topic there um so I love Cindy and I also discuss all the sign all the time like signs and symbols so I see a lot of ones and threes and like very repetitive patterns and like So for me, it's become a sign like as like, yes, this is right for you or like, no, this isn't right for you. Lately, I see a lot of fours, like repeating fours consistently. Do you have any, and I love that I'm asking this with Cindy on here because she, I like call her like, I need you to validate this for me. Um, So she can totally validate this. Are there any like signs or symbols or like numbers or like, do you see birds all the time? Or like, is there anything like that, that is just like constantly showing up in your life? So I don't know if this counts. So if it totally might not, but I hear a song all the time. And it, it sometimes plays at pretty pivotal moments. The song is like very personally special to me. Um, and this, it's crazy because the song came out in 2013 and in 2021, I'm still hearing it. Like I'll be like in a restaurant, in a store, just listening to the radio and this song will come on, which like, if you know anything about music, like why is a song from 2013 playing? Right. Um, yeah. So I sometimes I pay attention to that. And like I said, the song has a very special meaning to me. And so sometimes I take that as a sign, especially if like I'm, I'm thinking about doing something or trying to figure out if I should trust my gut in a moment. And then that song comes on. I usually take that as a sign to trust whatever I'm feeling. I mean, definitely music songs um, can be lyrics, even just hearing or seeing lyrics places are absolutely signs that loved ones will send to let you know they're with you. And also that, like you said, you're on the right path, like taking it as a sign of yes, keep going, don't give up. Well, the song, I'll tell you, the song has to do with a loved one who's passed. So sometimes I think it's a sign from him. From your grandfather? No, from, I had a, um, my college boyfriend passed away. Oh, was he a G, J name? Sorry? Was he a G initial, G or J name? Like John or Joe or something? It's a J name. It is a J name? Yes. Like John or Joe? So my grandfather's Joe. Oh, your grandfather's been here like all freaking the whole time. And oh I'm my like, God. I got to ask about the Joe name or the J, the J. Joe. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Cause then my dad and my brother and my grandpa on my other side, who's still with us are all John. Oh my God. Oh my God. They're all John. How funny yeah. is that? Wait, is that, gra- is that grandfather still alive though? The John name? Yes. Okay. So, so I think someone's acknowledging him. Is that grandmother passed on that side? The one who's no. married to John. Okay. Well, Only someone's acknowledging. 
on my mom's side has passed, who is Joe. Okay. Well, Joe's here. He says, hello. He's, I guess we're doing a reading. Here we go. <laughs> not that I mean, not, not that I, care. I was going to actually try and separate it out at the end. That's what I was kind of intuitively feeling, but hopefully this is a good, we can just make it work. Um, uh, your grandfather, Joe, sitting for you saying hello. Um, he's going to get your college. Would you say college boyfriend or high school boyfriend? Or it was my college boyfriend. Okay. They're going to go get him. Um, but that grandfather is, he, you already said, I mean, you already know this, but he's like so freaking proud of you. It's like the first thing he wants to say. <clears throat> he's also clearing my throat, which is my sign for someone who passed suddenly or there were words left unsaid or like you didn't get to say goodbye to him. Do you understand this for your grandfather, Joe? grandpa joe yes i was not there i was not physically there when he passed i was in college okay so he's just acknowledging that and just saying um it's like it's okay i've heard everything you've said like i like to always say they they usually validate when they're talking to me that if you didn't get to say goodbye anything you said after that point any prayers wishes things that you've said dreams they hear it they hear it so he's saying um there are no goodbyes that's the other thing he's saying there are no goodbyes it's just changing frequency but he and he's hasn't left he's just transitioned energy um he does play the music for you a lot was he did did they have a piano or something or was he a mu- like a mu- not a musician but like did somebody play guitar or play an instrument that you know who passed not that not that i know of the song okay. would have come from my college boyfriend okay he's stepping in then I think that he and he didn't play guitar or like play he was really he loved music um okay and okay. he would kind of mess around with stuff but he didn't play anything seriously but he was he loved music okay okay he's stepping in now um because it's some, talking about someone who like likes to mess around or play music all the time or like I almost feel like he would mess around like a keyboard or something or I don't know just or I don't know it's just like he played with stuff um um, I'm having trouble when I tune into his energy, though, sometimes they'll show me my body, how they pass. I'm having trouble breathing a little bit with him. So mm-hmm. I'm, he's fine now. He's totally at peace now, but he's showing me that something to do with his like either heart, lungs or like chest area. He had trouble breathing at the end. Um, it, it also feels very sudden. So I don't know. Don't tell me yet how he passed, but it feels like it was quite sudden for him as well. Um, he said he wasn't alone though. Do you understand that? Was there someone else with him when he passed this college boyfriend? Yeah. Yes. Okay. My, like, just for the record, my hands are like dripping sweat right now. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my. my. <laughs> That's, I think that might be a first. I think for, for someone, my hands sweat a lot in readings. Like my hands are sweating right now, but that's because I'm processing energy. So I would also say that, well, you're probably nervous, but also yeah. you're probably processing some energy, like some, maybe some old emotions or things that are coming up. So don't, don't freak out. You can, I highly recommend after readings, like washing your hands because it helps clear any yeah. energy that comes up. So when we're done, you can certainly go and do that. But, um, normally people are like, I'm shaking, I'm cold, I'm crying. That's no, funny. I don't like for some reason, like, I'm just like, I'm also sitting here for whatever reason, like rubbing my hands together as you're talking so like that's probably not helping but like yeah my hands are very clammy right now (laughs) but definitely nervous hearing this information but I like I'm enjoying hearing it so by no means like please keep going okay um well anyways he's saying he wasn't the get back to college boyfriend again he's saying he wasn't alone so he's just acknowledging that when he passes And, and even when he transitioned to the other side he was greeted by it looks like a grandfather now I don't know if I think it's one of his grandfathers. And I don't know if you'd know that at the time, but I also was, did your grandfather Joe pass before your college boyfriend or right around the same time? Before a couple of years. Okay. Ago. Okay. So he's also acknowledging that, that your grandfather for some, 
no, I shouldn't say for some reason, but he was also there. So he's like, even when I transitioned, I wasn't alone. He's also talking about a dog that's with him. I don't know if it's your dog or his dog. Oh, it's probably mm. his dog. Okay. I think I was gonna say, I think it's his dog. Um, so they're together on the other side as well. Cause he had, a, he had a dog that was meeting that met him when he was there. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you know him with an M initial, not necessarily his name, but an M name who's passed like Mar, what's so his name? Margaret, Mark. His middle name is Mark. Mark. Okay. For some reason, he gave me his middle name. So we'll come back to that. Um, I don't know why he's giving me middle names. Usually I'm good with first names. But anyways, he's he's giving me that. Maybe is that a repeating name? Is that a family name, his middle name? Um, I'm not positive, but you said before J his first initial is J and then his middle. Oh, name. it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's okay, so giving you his whole name. Also, the, oh. the first time I met him, um, he introduced himself to me by telling me his entire full name which was like funny at the time and like a joke between us that he told me his first middle and last name when he oh my god I've I've full body chills so yeah he's definitely doing the same thing he's eventually going to try and get me to say his whole name because he's doing the same thing because he gave me the j initial for his first name which I didn't get the rest of it but I'll get there and mark for his middle name and then we'll get to his last name too he's funny he's funny he misses you he's um he says, well, obviously he's like, we didn't get enough time. He's like, we just didn't have enough time together. He's saying that, that you guys really truly had like a deep, like connection to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, he's funny. God, he's like, he's showing me infinity sign above the two of you as soulmates. But you know, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's funny because He's like, even if we didn't end up, he's like, he's basically showing me like, he's like, no matter what, we would have been in each other's lives because we had such a connection. So what that means to me is like, even if things were like not great or you weren't sure about him or you were like, I don't know, whatever at the end or throughout it or whatever, because no relationship is perfect. He's showing me that you guys just had such a strong connection that you would have still been in each other's lives as friends. And he's saying, I only want the best for, for you, Jody. And he's just so, I mean, he's so grateful for you and just so much love coming from him still, like just so much love for you. Um, he's, uh, he's also showing me his arm for some reason. And I don't know if he, I don't know if it's you, if he's, he's pointing to his arm and making a point to my arm. It almost looks like a tattoo or something. Did you get a tattoo in memory of him? No. Yeah. Uh, he's talking about his arm. Um, but what you were saying earlier, when we, when he passed away, we were no longer dating. Ah, we- that's it. Okay. We were, we were still very, very close. Um, we had been broken up for like two years, but we're still very much in each other's lives as friends. So that makes There you sense. go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's talking about, so this could be someone else's life. It feels like my left arm, although he said right, but I'm pointing to my left. Anyways, you can just table. I don't know if someone got something in memory of him or if, it's, if he like is a, it almost looks like arm wrestling. If that's like a joke or something, I don't understand, but he's talking about his arm and he's like pointing to it and laughing about it. It feels like a joke or someone got a tattoo in memory of him. I don't understand. Um, okay. We're just going to keep moving. Um, was he in a car accident when he passed? Is there something about no. his car? Okay. Um, oh, cause he's he, like his, he, his car was like a joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he just always gas like he would talk about his car like as a joke that like as if it was like some like super super nice car and it like wasn't at all but oh my god like literally like the door handles were falling off of it but like if you were to just hear him talk about it you would have thought that it was like the nicest car and that was it was like a whole a whole joke 
And he used oh. to drive my car a lot too. That's it. That I was gonna say, it feels like something like his car didn't work. So he had to drive yours a lot or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's so funny. But yes, he like loved his car. He like was obsessed with it, even though it was a piece of crap. Loved yeah. it though. Freaking loved it. Um, I don't know for him, that was like a big deal or a big status when he got that or that he had one mm-hmm. in his family. So he like, didn't care. That it was a piece of crap. Um, he's funny. Um, yeah. he was very, very funny. That was yeah. Like, like, I feel like he, he likes to be the life of the party. He he's showing me yeah. like, he didn't mind, didn't care about making fun of himself as long as it got a laugh out of somebody type thing. You know what I mean? He was yeah. kind of like that energy. It's where you guys, he said you and you and him had that a lot in common. Um, mm-hmm that you just like laughed a lot and just didn't care about what people thought of you guys or each other, one another. It was just, it was just a fun thing. Um, uh, I don't know what he's talking about. So random. He's talking about potatoes <laughs> cooking. Um, I don't understand why this is funny. Um, <laughs> did he like not cook or hate cooking or something? Or no, he's not like he cooking potatoes. He was pretty good. I was not the cook, but my favorite food are, is French fries. And so ah. he would, instead of getting me flour, sometimes he would like literally bring me French fries. That's it. That's it. That's what he's talking about. Cause I'm like, it's something to do with like potatoes and like cooking potatoes, like French fries. I love it. Yeah. I freaking love it. <laughs> so just know he's handing you like French fries. He's like giving you that gift. Oh my God. Oh my God. That is so funny. That is so funny. He's also showing me flowers, which is my sign for a birthday anniversary date within a month of today's date. So I'm talking to your college boyfriend. So, um, I'd say it's either you or him. So is his birthday and, or the anniversary is passing within like a month, like February or January. No, or is um, your birthday coming up. My birthday's in April, but also gave, I don't know if this would be it at all, but he was the first boy to ever give me flowers. And he definitely took a lot of pride. Oh. In that. Okay. It could be that then. Cause that's not, that's normally that's my sign for something, but he could just be literally talking about giving you flowers. So yeah. Beautiful. Oh my God. That's so cool. Um, I was trying to get him to give me the rest of his name. I wanted to say like either James or Justin, but I don't know if those are it. So I don't really feel like those are the right ones. Um, all right. What else? I mean, he just, he misses you. He's, you know, he's not really wanting to talk about how he passed. It's kind of funny. Um, cause yeah, I was kept asking. That's what? not surprising to me. Oh, okay. Cause he's like, it's, it feel like I keep saying like, can you give a validation of how you passed? And he's like, I don't want to talk about that. So yeah. for some reason he, it's either bringing up too many old memories or he doesn't want to go there with you. Um, so it's just something that, I mean, he's just not really wanting to talk about. Um, I will say this know that he is an old soul and he was contracted to pass, I would say fairly young. Like he wasn't going to live to be like 90 years old. Um, that's probably why he was like living life and having fun and just like loved to just live life. Um, that was his soul's way of communicating that he would not be around forever. Um, and he's working on getting you dating again. He's like, I'm bring, I'm working with your guides and loved ones, like bring you someone, but he's like, she's got to get out of the apartment. Tell him that there's a pandemic right now, so I'm doing my best to get out of yeah. the apartment. But we are also mandated to be inside. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. That's very true. I know. I know. He's funny. Um, yeah. No, I do see. I do see relationship. Honestly, like wanting to come in for you. It's funny. I feel like lately you've been really focused on your career, which is amazing. But he's so he's saying it's essentially like I see someone. 
I see you meeting someone and kind of like building your career alongside of them. I'm not saying you're going to be in the same industry. I'm not even saying that you're going to be like doing the same kind of work. I'm just saying that you, it looks like you're going to have someone by your side as you build your career. Do you understand that? Yeah. Yeah. That's been a big, not issue in my past relationships, but finding somebody who understands because my job is obviously not like your typical nine to five, but like understands and like fully supports it. Ah, uh, okay. So I would then, this is me going into like the, um, like energetics behind it. So then I would then ask you, do you believe that there's guys out there or men out there that can support you while you're building yeah. your career? Yeah, I've had, yeah, I've definitely had like touches of it. Um, and I, de- I think so. I mean, for me, that's a, that's almost like a requirement. Like okay. I, can't, I can't be with somebody who doesn't like, you don't have to like fully understand it. Cause it is like weird. And like, especially for guys, like, you know, like working at like in pop culture entertainment, um, it's not necessarily like top of their knowledge list or interest list. Um, but just so the support is a big thing and not thinking what I run into sometimes is people think my job is silly and then they don't take it as seriously, but I take it very seriously. Hmm. Interesting. Um, that it's, there's somebody out there. Um, I it's, but it has been like an interesting factor in my dating life. Yeah. Cause he's saying, he's basically showing me that that's the thing that's, I don't want to say it's a block cause it's not really a block, but that's, if we had like more time or we can do it another time, that's the energetic, I guess, resistance to the person that wants to come into your life. It, and I'm not saying the person isn't going to support you and take it seriously, but I also believe that he's showing me, you don't really want someone who takes your job as seriously as you do. You want someone to bring it the more lightheartedness yeah. to it. And so you don't necessarily need someone that takes it seriously, but you need someone who takes like you seriously. Do you right. know what I mean? And yeah. like how much you care about something. Yeah. That makes a lot so, of sense. Yeah. So they're showing me like there's something in it, like kind of knotted up in there in your energy field, I guess is the word I would use of just feeling a little resistance. Um, let me ask how she can shift. I think even just by talking about today, you'll be already starting to shift and release this and just become more aware, but just be cautious of, and I'm not saying they're going to make fun of it, but just be cautious of them needing to take it as seriously as you. Cause I see where that's not a requirement for the universe to bring you in the right guy. So, um, but he's not going to make a joke out of it either. He's not going to like treat you like a kid because of your job. They're going to still treat you like the successful, you know, human being that you are. Okay. That's fair. I'm open to that. Yeah. It's funny. Have you ever dated a lawyer before? Um, no. Not okay, like, do you know, do you know someone who's a lawyer? I do. Are you talking to this person? Not romantically. Oh, okay. That's not it. I don't think that's it. I don't know. They're talking about a lawyer. I can't tell if it's like someone was a lawyer, like your grandfather or something, or if they're talking about you meeting a lawyer. I'm mean, knowing I'll, a lawyer. I'll meet a lawyer. <laughs> it works uh, for- I don't know. I just table it. I'm not really, they're just, jo- they're kind of like hinting about it. So you might meet someone who's like a lawyer or in law, or maybe, I don't know, be doing something with that and they show okay. up or something. I don't know. So just table it. I don't like telling people ahead of time because I don't want you only dating lawyers. It's not it, but. Oh, right, right. I don't know. There's something to it where like their job is equally like, 
serious and successful, just a totally different industry than you're in. I don't think you're going to be with someone who's in the exact same industry as you, but I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I do too. I typically have stayed away from that. Yeah. And who, um, who was the gardener who liked like garden or like plant flowers or, um, like work outside. Was that your grandfather? That would be, well, that could be both of them. Um, my college boyfriend was a big nature person. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but then my grandfather also, well, my, it was probably mainly my grandmother though, who does all the gardening, but they had like a really pretty garden situation at their house. Oh, I love that. So I think I'm back to your grandfather. I think it looks like more like a garden situation. So I feel like I switched back to your grandfather, Joe's energy. And he was just commenting on how that was one of his favorite things. And is that grandmother still alive? The one that, yeah. okay. Cause he's saying he's with her. I know it's winter probably now, wherever you are in the world, but he's, he comes around her and is with her when she's in the garden and like gardening and like with the flowers and stuff. Oh, I swear someone says happy birthday. Is her birthday coming up? Your um, grandmother's? My- or just- no, my dad's birthday is in a few days. Is this your dad's dad? No. Because no. you said John was his dad. Yeah, no. I don't know. I don't know. They keep saying like happy anniversary, happy birthday. And I feel like it's you or your mom or your grandmother. And I okay. don't understand. Just table it. Um, you, I would be curious if your grandmother and, and this grandfather, Joe, if there was like, if this is like the anniversary when they met or something or something, if there's something around yeah. the time of year or Valentine's Day is like, a really big thing for them. I have no idea. You'd have to ask. I don't think we know right. the answer. That's to that. something I would I would have to ask because I don't yeah. off the top of my head. I don't know their wedding anniversary. Okay, okay, yeah, be curious. And does the color purple mean anything to you? That's the color um, of my college. My college is like color. Oh, cool. Okay, I'm back to your college boyfriend again. Um, he, <laughs> he wants the attention. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he's just saying he uses that as a sign sometimes, sometimes for you. So if you ever see, like, I'm trying to think, like, I don't know what your college mascot was, but the college mascot or like the colors purple somewhere or like purple written somewhere. That's him. He like brings up a lot of stuff for you around college. So. Okay. That, may, that would make sense. I was trying to get the rest of his name. I'm trying to think of other J names, like J or I don't know. Um, like Jason or something. What is his name? His name is Jacob. Jacob I was like it's J-A something I'm like I'm going to them I'm like James Jason Jim I'm like what what other Jacob okay yeah yeah oh my god he's funny yeah he's very funny oh my gosh do you have any questions um I don't I mean I guess with him with my college boyfriend you could ask any question literally does not to be to him oh well I think if I were to ask him one though, it would be, was he upset with me? When he, uh, when he passed? Yeah. Uh, no, he's funny. He's like, why would she ask me that? I'm like, I don't know. She's the one asking it. I'm like, I don't, why, why is she asking you that? We literally were just I was <laughs> like, um, cause he was yelling at me. He's like, why would she ask me that? I'm like, well, I don't know. What are you going to Weirdly though, that response also makes sense. So yeah, he's like, why would she ask me that? And he's looking at me. I'm like, I don't, I just met, I just met Jody. <laughs> okay. That, that still makes, that makes sense. That's a response that I could probably predict from him. Oh my God. He's funny. Um, 
uh, he's just saying the answer is no. The short answer is no. The long answer is like, why would you think that? And and if you, I guess I would just say this: if you felt like there, you didn't get to have a conversation, or wanted to follow up with him, or if you guys left things on like bad terms, he, all is forgiven. Essentially, is what he's saying. Like, there's nothing that needs to be forgiven. But he's like, I I forgive her. She's like worried about anything that was said or not said. But no, I don't see him being mad at you. Um, was he responsible for his passing? Yes. Okay, because he just finally gave me the sign for that. Again, he doesn't want to talk about that. My sign for that is when I put. If I asked if he's upset with me, that's probably then why he showed you that. Okay, because he finally showed me. Um, they gave me my. He gave me my sign for that, which is they put their hand on their heart, which is basically my sign for I'm taking responsibility for how I passed. That's why I asked, was he responsible in some way for his passing? Because he's showing. He finally is showing me that sign. I kind of had a suspicion, but he wasn't doing the sign, so I was like, well, I'm not gonna, you know, say that. Um, but just know that he um, is at peace now, and um, he's just saying that it's no one's fault. It's nobody's fault of how and why he passed and when he passed. Um, and he's apologizing for the when he's also saying the timing of it was not ideal for you or anyone else in his life. Typically when they say that, it means it's like around someone's birthday or a holiday or like a graduation or something that was supposed to be happy or, and it's not anymore. Well, not, it's not, it's just a bittersweet time of year. Right. Because you think of him as well as the time, the happiness time. Um, and wait, what was I going to say? Um, oh yeah. It's not your fault. It's not anyone's fault. It's not your fault. It's not anyone else's fault. Um, he, I think, struggled with some addictions he's showing me now and struggled with some things that, like, he just didn't want to face and didn't want to talk about. So. Oh, man, now I'm getting emotional. Yeah, there was some stuff that he, it he just, passed away from an overdose. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like an addiction to something. So I would say, and, I, and it doesn't look like a true, you know, he took his life. It looks like an accidental overdose and he was playing with fire. I think he was mixing things that he shouldn't have or took too much of something or like knew he had taken like just this much before and, and been okay, but then kind of went overboard and yeah, right. he just, he passed. So um, yeah, he had a lot of uh, and happy and outgoing, which he truly is. He had a lot of things that he just felt like he was disappointing people not you, his parents, it looks like, specifically it looks yeah. like his dad, honestly. And oh, wow. he never really came to terms with that. He was always, always, always felt like he was never good enough. And just, and he turned to drugs and I'd say alcohol was a little bit involved at some point, um, yeah. drugs and alcohol to numb out from that and never really like face the fact that he is good enough. So yeah, his dad, um, he was super close with his dad but that only made everything harder because yeah. then when, he, when he would stumble, it was like so hard that he had to like tell his dad or like when his dad would get yeah. involved, not because they like, they had an incredible relationship, but that it, which kind of made it harder. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's his one word of advice for you is do things for you. Don't do things out of fear obligation and don't, and don't do something simply for like people pleasing others. Cause he goes at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what everyone else thinks. It only matters what you think of yourself at the end of the day. And again, not a lesson that he really learned well in this lifetime, but since he's transitioned, he's like, that was my lesson and I didn't get it. So he's like working on it now on the other side, essentially. Okay. So yeah, just 
you got to do things for you and you can still like love doing what you're doing and enjoying it. But he's just saying at the end of the day, it's got to spark joy for you and you have to be happy and you have to make yourself proud. It should be like icing on the cake. He's saying worrying about what other people think it's hard though. It's really hard, especially when it's parents or people who supported you or people who are like financing some things or whatever you want to make them proud. But he's like, you got to be proud of yourself too. Yeah. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is and do, fe- do feathers mean anything to you? Like, feathers? Yeah. Like seeing feathers on the ground or anything? Um, not that I can think of. Okay. Someone's mentioning feathers as a sign. So just table it. I don't, you know, you might see a feather on the ground somewhere randomly or outside your door or something. Just laugh about it. Cause it's them. Okay. Okay. Oh, he's an old soul, man. God, he's an old soul. Anything else, Graham? Um, I don't think so. Not that I can think of. That was wild. He's like, she's waited so long to do this. And he's like, and she can ask me anything. And that's the only thing she wants to ask. He's like, what the? He's like, he's like what the heck? Oh God. Okay. He was definitely like, I'm glad that his sense of humor is coming through. Cause that was his big, when you said like life of the party, like that was him. He's like one of the yeah. most charismatic people like you would ever meet. Oh yeah, for sure. I can feel that like rolling off him in like so much energy ways. Yeah. He's, he's for sure doing that. And his stupid car, man. <laughs> it's just so funny. I got his damn car. I know. Oh my God. Was he a sweets guy? Was he the ice? Do you guys go out for ice cream a lot or something? Why is he talking about ice cream? Yeah, we would. Yeah. Um, he's just reminiscing now about stuff you guys used to do together. That's so funny. So funny. Yeah, we were together well, for like three years of college and then we we broke up right before graduation, but then we stayed. It was funny because when we broke up, we were best friends before we dated and then we started dating. And when yeah. we broke up, he was very insistent on us staying friends. Like it was yeah. like, when we, he was like, I know you need space, but like, I can't give that to you. He's like, like, we're going to be friends. And like, at the time I was like, what the hell? Like I need my space. But then it definitely proved to be like the right decision. So we were like still really good friends and like definitely in each other's lives when he passed away. Yeah. And that's what he showed me. He was showing me infinity sign, but not really in partnership, but more like soulmates in that, like really, really, really good friends. So yeah, yeah, that was one of the first things he said when he came through. We used to talk about how we were soulmates, but not romantic soulmates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like once, once our romantic relationship ended, we actually never revisited it. Like it was never like a, oh, should we have broken up? Like we knew that we needed to be broken up, but like that we should be in each other's lives still. Yeah. Yeah. And this is kind of a personal question, but he says you've never been in love. Is that correct? Yes. I mean, okay. I, yeah. I would say I've never been in love where I feel like, oh, this could really be it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's just saying, get ready. I feel like love's around the, right around the corner for you. And he's also saying, let love in, like, remember to let them in. I think sometimes you keep your guard up and sometimes you, um, what's the word I want to use? I don't want to say you're not vulnerable. That's not the right word. Almost like you put up a version of yourself out into the dating world that you think people are going to jive with. And then they start to unravel a little bit when it gets to your true vulnerability and authentic self as you get to know the people more. And then you're like, oh yeah, like this isn't going to work for the real me. 
but it's like, you don't show up that way in the beginning. And I think everyone does this to a degree, just so you know, cause like, I, I'm like, oh my God, I could like receive the same information in a reading and it would be true for me too. So I'm not saying this is just you. Okay. Um, but he's just showing me that sometimes you show up with the version and everyone puts their best foot forward in dating. Right. But they're almost showing me that for, and yeah, I think what? I understand exactly what you're saying. And it's something I've like thought about before. Like, I think sometimes I have the habit of like leading with like humor and wit. And like, I do obviously like, that's very, like, I want to be able to laugh and have fun. But then sometimes I think people think that that's like my favorite mode of communication. And I'm like, no, not necessarily. I also like having deep conversations. And then those two things, sometimes people can't get past like, oh, but like we were funny in the beginning. Like, does that make sense? Yes, it totally does. It totally does. Yes. Yes. So I think that's exactly what he's talking about is in the next, you know, few dates or people you meet or whatever, try leading with like having some of the deep conversations and then bring in the fun. You know what I mean? He's just saying okay, show yeah. up fully. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes Again, sense. not that you're never going to have someone funny or like laugh with them, but, no, but it's finding the balance. Yeah. 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 Which is why you also get triggered by people thinking your, your job's a joke because mm-hmm. I'm seeing it now. I see a pattern. <laughs> you show up laughing and funny and then they want to laugh about everything. And you're like, no, no, but I'm actually serious on the inside. And I want to have serious things. And my job is serious. And people I think, or men in particular might think that everything's all fun and games with you and, and joking. And they try and approach all areas of your life with that. And then of course you'd be offended. I'd be offended if someone was like making fun right. of my job, which, you know, so. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's pretty, you pretty much nailed that one. Yeah. I'm seeing a pattern. <laughs> Again, no, no judging. It's, I mean, I literally, I could get some of these same advice and I would like, love it. So this is, I mean, I should take some of this advice. So, (laughs) oh, well, just get ready. Cause I feel like they're going to be sending you options of men for a little bit here of like, what do you want? What do you don't want? So just helping again, dating, being data. Um, and yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised you meet someone pretty soon. I mean, I'm definitely like, I'm definitely open to it. And I've been talking, that's, it's funny you say, I've been talking about it a little bit more. Like I've been saying to my friends, like, okay, I think I'm, I'm going to start dating again. Um, so it, it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Oh my God. I'm, gonna think. I'm like sitting here silently having like a silent heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> listening to you, Kati. <laughs> you literally multiple times. This isn't even my reading. And I was like in tears. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it's I, that was just the craziest thing I've ever experienced but in like such a good way good I, I wonder if he um, I kind of had wondered if he was gonna come through yeah I mean it's, I'd say he did <laughs> I mean it sounds like he wanted to bust the doors open which is also very who he who he was yeah for sure. Oh, I love it. I well, love it. Um, you're welcome. I don't, I know I, I don't have any other words. I'm like kind of speechless right now. So I'm probably just going to say that was crazy a hundred more times. And then, <laughs> you know. Well, we can um, mostly end on that note then. Cause that was a very beautiful um, emotional actually moment. And it was actually kind of wild because normally I put my phone away during these and I was like, okay, I just, 
kind of have like lost track of time. So we've just been like so in depth in conversation. So I like clicked my phone. Like I said, like my numbers are ones and threes and I clicked it on 313 and then again on 331. And I was like, oh my God. Um, So um, yeah, I feel like we have to like end on that note because it was so beautiful. Um, So I have to thank you so much, Jody, for getting slightly spiritual with us um, and opening up I the way you did. A little bit more than slightly spiritual. She just got I know. Oh my gosh. Reading. We're just going to rename like, this full-blown spiritual. Yeah, we're going to rename this one. Like, we got like deeply spiritual, not just slightly spiritual. Today. Right. Like you come, I come on to do a podcast and I come away with like a life altering experience. This was, this was incredible. You guys, like I have, I, I don't have the words for it right now, which is not like me so this I mean this is something that's going to be with me for a very long time oh well, yay, I'm glad and as like so thank you from Cindy and I um Cindy is hosting a actually a Valentine's Day and new moon event and it's like very high vibe it's all about like how to attract high vibe love and it's on I think like February 11th it's just on zoom so just as a thank you we're gonna send you all the information for that um and like sign you up for it if you want us to yes that sounds fun that's incredible I'd be so down for that um all right we'll go ahead and do that for you then and um like I said this was wonderful thank you so much for getting not slightly spiritual with us but just like full-blown blow the doors open spiritual um and if anyone listening wants to connect with Jody, I will link her Instagram and her bylines um, in the comments. Um, and we'll see you next time. So cheers, guys. Thank you so much, you guys. Bye.